Shema Yasharal Yahuwah Alahainu Yahuwah Ahad U Ahavta Yahuwah Alahaika Vekole Lavavka Vekole Nefeshka Vekole Meorka Ve Havaka Ereka Kamoka Baruch Ata Yahuwah Alahainu Melech Haolam Ashar Natan Lanu Kencha Denu Emuna Veata Denu Veet Ha Kavod Shamka Danu Hear now and do Yasharal Yahuwah our Alahayim Yahuwah is one and you shall love Yahuwah, your Alahayim, with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all yourself. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Blessed are you, Yahuwah, our Alahayim, King of all time, for giving us your grace, for it is enough. Belief in you, for it is enough. And glory and the glory of your name, for it is enough. Grand Rising, Afternoon Blessings, Good Evening, or even Good Night, depending on what time you guys have tuned in to this segment. So first and foremost, let me just greet you with the Shalom, 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 Salam Aleikum, What's poppin' mashpacha? Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me uh, for this reading today. And today I'm going to be reading to you guys from the Wisdom of Solomon, starting at chapter 1. But we're going to open up with Mishlai chapter 4. That is Proverbs chapter 4. Alright, here we go. Mishlai chapter 4, Proverbs chapter 4. Children. Listen to the discipline of a father, and give attention to no understanding. For I gave you good instruction, do not forsake my Torah. For I was my father's son, tender, and the only one in the eyes of my mother. Then he taught me and said to me, Let your heart hold fast my words, guard my commands, and live. Get wisdom, get understanding. Do not forget and do not turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not leave her, let her guard you, love her and let her watch over you. The beginning of wisdom is get wisdom and with all of your getting, get understanding. Exalt her and let her uplift you. She brings you esteem when you embrace her. She gives your head a fair wreath. She shields you with an adorning crown. Hear, my son, and accept my words, and let the years of your life be many. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in a straight path, or I have led you in straight paths. When you walk, your steps shall not be hindered, 
And if you run, you shall not stumble. Become strong in discipline. Do not let go. Watch over her, for she is your life. Do not enter the path of the wrong, and do not walk in the way of evildoers. Avoid it. Do not pass by it. Turn away from it and pass on. For they do not sleep unless they have done evil, and their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall. For they have eaten the bread of wrongdoing, and they drink the wine of violence. But the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines ever brighter unto the day, unto the perfect day. Hallelujah. The way of the wrong is like darkness. They do not know at what they stumble. My son, listen to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Guard them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. Watch over your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the sources of life. Again, I say watch over your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the sources of life. Turn away, turn away from you a crooked mouth and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look forward and your eyelids look straight before you. Consider the path of your feet and all your ways are established. Do not turn to the right or the left. Turn your foot from evil. Hallelujah. Let's begin. Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 1. All right, family. And for this, we're going to be coming from the Sefer. And again, we're reading Wisdom of Solomon or the Testament of Solomon. And another way, um, as it is worded in the Sefer, Chochmah Shalomah. All right, let's go. Starting at verse 1. Love righteousness, he that judges of the earth. Think of Yahuwah with a good heart, and in simplicity of heart seek him. For he will be found of them that tempt him not and shows himself such as to, as do not distrust him. Again, I'm going to start that over. Um, I struggle a little bit reading in the Sefer because of the way things are worded, family. All right, so please bear with your sister, and I'm going to do my best. Again, starting at verse 1, Chokmah, Shaloma, or Wisdom of Solomon, chapter 1. Love righteousness, ye that be judges of the earth. Think of Yahuwah with a good heart, and in simplicity of heart seek him. For he will be found of them that tempt him not, and shows himself unto such as do not distrust him. For forward thoughts separate from Allahim. Again I say, for forward thoughts separate from Allahim and his power. When it is tried, reproves the unwise. For into malicious, for into a malicious soul, wisdom shall not enter, nor dwell in the body that is subject unto sin. 
for the Ruach HaKadosh of discipline will flee deceit and remove from thoughts that are without understanding and will not abide when unrighteousness comes in. For wisdom is a loving Ruach and will not acquit a blasphemer of his words. For Alahayim is witness of his mind and a true beholder of his heart and a hearer of his tongue. For the Ruach Yahweh fills the world and that which contains all things has knowledge of the voice. Therefore, he that speaks unrighteous things cannot be hid, neither shall vengeance, when it punishes, pass by him. For inquisition shall be made into the counsels of the wicked men, and the sound of the words shall come unto Yahuwah for the manifestation of his wicked deeds. For the ear of jealousy hears all things, and the noise of murmurings is not hid. Therefore beware of murmuring, which is unprofitable, and refrain your tongue from backbiting. For there is no word so secret that shall go for naught, and the mouth that belies slays the soul. Again, I'm going to read that again. I pronounced the word belies wrong. So again, verse 11, and pay attention. Therefore, beware of murmuring, complaining, speaking negatively, in other words, which is unprofitable, and refrain your tongue from backbiting. For there is no word so secret that shall go for naught, and the mouth that belies slays the soul. So family, I want to take a, a moment here to look at this word murmuring. Let's look it up. Let's go for the dictionary's definition of the word murmuring. Okay, so the first thing I did was just look up uh, the word murmuring. And what it says here from um, Oxford Language Dictionary, it says a soft, low, or indistinct sound produced by a person or group of people speaking quietly. And then it gives uh, some, you know, examples. It says uh, a subdued or private, or private expression of discontent or dissatisfaction. Plural murmurings. Murmurings of discontent from the fans. That's the sentence that they use. Uh, and also an insinuation. A murmuring is also an insinuation. Plural noun murmurings. His father's life had been ruined by the murmurings and innuendos of lesser men. Okay, so we just got uh, two ways to use it, right? And so again, murmuring is a subdued or private expression of discomfort or dissatisfaction. Uh, as a noun, it is a low or indistinct sound produced by a person or group of people speaking quietly or at a distance, right? And another word for murmuring is insinuation. All right. So now let's go. Let's go a little further down here. It says, what is the biblical definition of murmuring? 
So for the biblical definition, it says to murmur means to grumble or whine. It is not wrong to complain if correction is needed, but there should be no murmuring. Mm -hmm. The Grecian windows in Acts 6, 1 through 5 had a just had a just complaint they were being neglected in the day ministry ministration and uh this was in order for them to complain but not to murmur so this was an issue that it was okay to complain about but again not to murmur about all right so now let's go back to the wisdom of solomon Again, read in verse 11 now with a clearer understanding of the word murmuring. Therefore, beware of murmuring, which is unprofitable, and refrain your tongue from backbiting. And I want to take a look at this word backbiting. What is backbiting, family? Okay, and the definition for backbiting says malicious talk about someone who is not present. Members have grown tired of the backbiting in the group is the sentence that it uses. How interesting is that? So family, we want to make sure that we are operating in wisdom, keeping ourselves from unprofitable murmuring, as well as backbiting. Hallelujah. And all of our getting, let us get understanding. Come on now. Ruach bechokmah, have your way. Verse 12. Seek not death in the era of your life, but pull not upon yourselves destruction with the works of your own hands. For Allah made not death, neither has he pleasure in the destruction of the living. For he created all things that they might have their being, and the generations of the world were healthful, and there is no poison of destruction in them, nor the kingdom of death upon the earth. For righteousness is immortal, but wicked men with their works and words called it to them. For when they thought to have it their friend, they consumed it to naught and cut a covenant with it because they are worthy to partake in it. Chapter 3, verse 1. For the wicked reason, for the wicked said, reasoning with themselves, but not right, but not aright. Our life is short and tedious, and in the death of a man there is no remedy, neither was there any man known to have returned from Sheol. So this sounds like they're about to be promoting that YOLO lifestyle that you only live once, have your friend now, because there's no life after this life that we're living. And family, I beg to differ. And I will be back at a later time um, reading the wisdom of Solomon and picking up in chapter 2. Yada Yahuwah, chapter 2, verse 2. We will be picking back up at another time. I hope that you have heard something that makes you wiser still. I hope that you have heard something that will convict you unto righteousness. I know I sure did. Until next time, family, thank you so much for listening in.
Love ya.